Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Do you know what I use to record these podcasts? It's Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or a computer. It's all really, really easy. It's all really intuitive. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast. It's too bad you can't win for dominating because you dominated one half of basketball. You can't, so Indiana lost last night to Wisconsin. Pacers probably played their most complete game of the season against the Knicks last night at Cambridge Fieldhouse. Let's talk about sports. This is Breakfast with Kent for Thursday, December 9th, 2021. Brought to you by the great people at Today's Dentistry, Dr. Mike O'Neill, the best dentist in the business. You need a great dentist. Call a great dentist. That's Dr. Mike O'Neill. He's been my dentist for the last 28 years. 317-849-2933 is the number. Indiana was so good in the first half for a stretch at Wisconsin. They hadn't beaten Wisconsin at the Kohl Center since 1998, and it looked for all the world like it was going to happen last night. It didn't. Indiana wins the first half by 17. They led at 1.4220. That's a, that's a margin of 22 points. The second half, Wisconsin came back with a bit more edge in the second half, and they win that second half by 25 point, by 22 points, 39-17. I tried to make it worse. Don't need to try to make it worse. Uh, There were reasons for this. Indiana's defense was really good in the first half, although Wisconsin's offense was also equally bad. Yeah, Indiana's defense had something to do with that, but Wisconsin's offense, terrible. They hit one of 10 from beyond the arc in the first half. Indiana, at the same time, was five of seven. Then until Tennessee missed that, that uh, kind of uh, uh, end-of-half buzzer-beater attempt from three. So really, up to that point, Indiana was 5 of 7 from beyond the arc. In the second half, they didn't make a three. They wind up uh, being uh, 5 of 13 from beyond the arc, 0 of 6, 0 for 6, once they started 5 of 7. Wisconsin had something to do with that. Wisconsin totally adjusted at halftime, both attitudinally and physically, schematically, Indiana did not adjust. 
And that's what teams have got to do. They got to understand that when a team is cornered, they're going to come out attacking in the second half. And that's what Wisconsin did. And Indiana couldn't match that intensity or elevate itself beyond the intensity that they brought in the first half. Xavier Johnson and the rest of Indiana, it's not just Xavier Johnson, but they have to realize who they are. And Xavier Johnson, when he gets hot-headed, when he gets ill-tempered, he tends to try to take over the game, and he doesn't have the game that allows him to do that. So he went 4 of 16 last night. Race Thompson led Indiana in scoring last night with 12, and that can't happen. If, if Race Thompson leads you in scoring, you've got a problem. If Xavier Johnson leads you in shots, you've got a problem. Indiana had major problems in the second half last night that they couldn't overcome. As a result, they wind up losing a game that really they had in their pocket. And, but you can't play like you got a game in your pocket. And that's what Indiana did. Um, you got to hit foul shots. Indiana on the night was 6 of 13 from the foul line. You got to make free throws. If you don't make your free throws, you got no chance. And Indiana didn't make its free throws last night. And of those misses, I think a couple were front ends of, of one and one. You can't miss those. Those are two point opportunities where you come up completely empty because the other team screwed up in trying to defend you. You got to make the most of those chances. Indiana didn't. Like I said, Indiana goes on to lose. Wisconsin. They hit 35% from the field, 21% from beyond the arc. If defensively you hold the team to those numbers, you ought to be able to beat them. And then on the other end, Indiana only turned it over nine times. That is a really good number for Indiana. Every, statistically, if you look at statistics in a vacuum with Indiana last night, Indiana should have won that game. They didn't. And Mike Woodson's got to figure out how to compel. And it... You know what? It's not a matter of teaching a team how to win. It's a matter of teaching a team to play every possession as though it could determine the outcome of the game. In the first half with Indiana up 22, and they had big leads throughout the first half. They took a couple of possessions and they threw them away. Just literally threw them away. Bad passes. Bad alley-oops to Trace Jackson Davis, where Indiana all of a sudden thought it was something other than what Indiana is. Indiana is not the Harlem Globetrotters. Indiana has got to beat teams from an execution standpoint in order to win games. And if they don't execute, they're not going to win. They're not talented enough to out-talent a team like Wisconsin, especially at the Kohl Center as a result of their belief that they could, Xavier Johnson, Indiana loses last night, 64-59. Very, very disappointing, as was the officiating. Last night, I, I kind of blew my voice out yelling about the officiating. You know what? The officiating is what it is. It changed from one half to the next. They let a lot of contact go in the first half. Then in the second half, they got much more uh, uh, much more touchy, right? They were more eager to blow the whistle. And, and they blew a few whistles that didn't need to be blown. And one complete missed call. I thought that Michael Durr's travel call, absolutely wrong. 
I didn't think he moved his pivot foot. And then there was an out-of-bounds call where the ball hit Hepburn in the face. For Wisconsin, the officials, they don't see it hit him in the face as he's standing out of bounds. They award the ball to Wisconsin. In a game like last night, those calls mean the difference in the game. They can and they do. Pacers last night. But first, before we get to the Pacers, let me remind you to hit subscribe, punch like, ring the bell. And for Christmas, this you're going to want to give to a lot of your friends. Oops. Book of a Lifetime, The Art of Learning from Mistakes and Adventures, Amazon.com and Audible.com. All right, Pacers last night were unbelievably good. They won the three quarters of the game, first three quarters of the game last night by seven, six, and seven points. That's how consistent they were. Chris Duarte was unbelievable, hitting nine of 11 shots, finishing with the team high 23 points. All the starters for the Pacers scored between 15 and 23. Now, granted, the Knicks were on the back end of a a road back-to-back where they played their first game against the Spurs. So this was one where it was likely the Pacers were going to have kind of a physical advantage in terms of of that fatigue factor throughout a season. However, this was really good. And I think part of it had to do with the wake-up call that came on Tuesday as Bob Kravitz and Sham Sharania reported that the, the Pacers are open for business in terms of trades that will lead to a rebuild of, of young physical assets for this team. I think the message was received. I think we saw that last night. We'll see if it sticks. Um, who to root for this weekend? This, this isn't brain surgery, the, this NFL weekend who we should root for as Colts fans looking ahead to a potential postseason. The, the, a lot of AFC versus NFC games. So obviously, the Colts being a part of the AFC, you're going to want the NFC team to win. This needs to be explained to you? I don't think so. So you want the Buccaneers over the Bills. You want the Chiefs over the Raiders because the Chiefs lead that division. So... If the Chiefs win, that's fine because the Colts are not going to be vying with the Chiefs for any kind of seeding unless somehow the Colts trump the Titans in the AFC South, which is not likely. We'll get to that in a moment. Uh, Ravens over Cleveland, again, a team leading the division against a team vying for a wild card. We want the division leader to win to give the Colts an advantage over that wild card team. Uh, Giants over the Chargers, NFC, AFC. Uh, Jacksonville over Tennessee. I know it's unlikely that the Jaguars beat the Titans, but that would be a big help, and I'll explain that in a minute. Uh, 49ers, obviously, over the Bengals. Vikings over the Steelers. Lions over the Broncos. If all of those games fall the way Colts fans want them to, the Colts' odds of going to the playoffs elevate to 75%. If all of those games go the opposite way, they drop to 55%. So without playing this weekend, the Colts, they can either jump to 75% likely to go to the playoffs or drop as far as 55 More likely, it's going to be someplace in the middle. Now, as far as the AFC South goes, if Jacksonville beats the Titans... The odds of the Colts winning the AFC South go to 16%. That's one in six. 
that's much better than it is right now. If the Titans beat the Jaguars, it's almost a lock that they're going to win the AFC South. The likelihood of the Colts winning the division at that point drops to 3%. Purdue, first time they've ever taken the court with a number one ranking behind them. That happens tonight at the rack at Rutgers. Rutgers is going to be hopping. Everybody's going to give Purdue their best shot, trying to take down the number one team in the nation. Rutgers hadn't been very good this year. Purdue has been outstanding. Their combination of inside-outside basketball on the offensive end, just stellar. And They rebound the ball. They defend the ball. They play as a unit. They are a really, really fun team to watch. They may not have a guy other than Jaden Ivey who plays meaningful minutes in the NBA ever. But they play so well together on the defensive end and understanding where the shots lie that will put them in a position to score enough points to win, given their defense, really, really good. They are really fun to watch. Even if you're an Indiana fan, watch Purdue tonight at the rack against Rutgers and, and watch how teams should comport themselves on the floor in stark opposition to what Indiana brought last night in the second half against Wisconsin. Uh, Paul Tracy's out of the booth for IndyCar coverage. NBC and Paul Tracy couldn't come to terms, and this really pisses me off because Paul Tracy is great at what he does. He's the one guy in that coverage that says really, really sticky stuff as an analyst. You need an analyst who, who's a little bit kind of a, uh, a lightning rod, a guy you listen to and you say, man, that guy's out of his mind, or man, that guy's making all kinds of sense. You need that guy on the broadcast to compel interest, especially in a sport like IndyCar, which requires explanation. Simple sport, but complicated at the same time. And those complications need to be simplified a little bit. And very few people in racing are better at it than Paul Tracy. So uh, I'll watch because that's what we do in Indianapolis. We watch IndyCar and we watch the Indianapolis 500. Without Paul Tracy, it's not going to be nearly as much fun. Uh, hopefully he has a lot of fun continuing his racing career, ups his schedule in Tony Stewart's series. It was fun to watch him run last year. Still a very aggressive driver and a lot of fun to watch. But he was a lot of fun to listen to, too. Uh, birthdays. Let's celebrate some birthdays today. Terry Talon, happy birthday. Adam Shapiro, Al Bubba Baker, celebrating a birthday. Bruce Gilbert, happy birthday. Robert Davis, Shane Dodge, Parrish Cooper, and the great Jennifer Johnson, one of the finest barrel racers in the United States of America, celebrating a birthday. If today's your birthday, you celebrate like hell. If it's not your birthday, you celebrate somebody else. It's best done with an honest and specific compliment. I spent the whole time today on Breakfast with Kent in kind of my quiet voice because last night after the Indiana loss, I kind of shredded it. Had a li- I've had a little bit of a cold for about the last five days, and it was getting better, and my voice was getting better, and so I turned it loose last night and completely destroyed it. What are you going to do? What are we going to take a day off? To hell with days off. I'll get plenty of days off down the road upon my demise. All right, later today, Inside Indiana Sports Now. Cannot wait to talk to you then. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.